You're listening to Sip of Life Podcast, where you can always be your authentic self, be your creative self, and be empowered to change your world. Hi, welcome to Sip of Life Podcast. Today we have a very special guest, Mr. Robbie, a.k.a. Roberto. Listen, I'm trying to give you a great introduction here, but from my experience podcast, welcome, welcome. How are you, Robbie? Hey, I am doing well, doing very well. How are you? Um, can I get the herb? I don't want the A. That's not oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh. Now I feel like it's a pleasure for you to be here. It is always a pleasure. We have a lot of great, memorable moments together. You're one of my best friends on the planet, and I'm so happy that your podcast is up and rolling. Oh, man, this has definitely been a journey. <laughs> oh, it's a journey just to be here, and it seems like the devil tried to steal my joy, but we ain't going to let him have no power, none whatsoever. <laughs> Can't let him. None whatsoever. Um, so this is the Sip of Life podcast. So the first thing I'm gonna ask you is, what is your sipping on? Huh? Uh, <laughs> listen, we're adults here. It's okay if you're drinking water to stay hydrated, get your skin all nice and shit. I am sipping on Arizona green tea with ginseng and honey. See, that's how you know we old. After 35, you start thinking about your health. <laughs> what? Who you telling? <laughs> Yeah, people like, you know what? Bump all that alcohol. I'm trying to stay hydrated. My skin is breaking out. Right. <laughs> Listen, I'm mad at you because I'm drinking water myself. But I will say earlier, I did have me a nice little glass of babies because that little girl was giving me a run for my money. Oh, goodness. <laughs> when she get old enough, I'm going to have her do some voiceovers for me. Oh, I cannot wait. I, <laughs> it's going to be like Whitney Houston sing, Mama. See, you laugh because you know exactly what I'm talking about. I do, I do. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So I was listening to your podcast a little bit earlier today. What? Yeah, I did. I'm a fan. I did. Thank you. Um, And what was kind of throwing me off was this dang, the line is not. (laughs) (laughs) You know we got to talk about that. Why? why, First of all. (laughs) Oh. You can't be having them. First of all, I feel sorry for J4. You cannot be having those type of episodes with all of those men and those one women. You should have called me. <laughs> Listen, she, those are three level-headed gentlemen. Um, and she said she learned a lot, actually. And she said, I thought mm. I was going to be attacked, but I wasn't. And I was like, yeah, no, I, I don't even fool around with people like that. Right. Um. Yeah, The Line Is Not Secure is a very special series near and dear to my heart. <laughs> Um, and it actually derived from me hanging out with those guys. I actually play Xbox with those guys, um, Nick, Q, and um, Voodoo. And Nick is married, and Q has a girlfriend. So whenever we just want to have man talk and speak 100% freely and speak wildly sometimes, we ask if the line is secure. Because <laughs> because the, the Xbox has a chat feature where you can hear everyone through your TV as well. So, meaning if you're in the room with someone, they're going to hear what you say. 
So we always joke about that because some women, not all, tend to get sensitive and take things to heart, even if you're not talking about them directly. Oh, um, uh-huh, uh-huh. But we just, um, that's where the, the line is not secure came from. But I started the series because I'm newly single um, and I'm in a bunch of dating groups on uh-huh. Facebook. And I noticed that there's a lot of jokes about men. Like someone would post, oh, I got a new man, y'all. What do I need to feed him? Like he's a pet. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you laughing kind of hard. The sad part is, is that I know exactly what you're talking about. So, oh, I need to make sure I cook him a nice dinner. Yes, I know. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's so sad. I'm sorry. The jokes. <laughs> There's a lot of man jokes, right? Uh-huh. So I posted a woman joke, and my joke got deleted. Uh-oh, what was your woman joke? I forgot what I said. Um, it wasn't oh. bad. But Ooh, what what I, I know you don't what, what I noticed was just in social media period, men were catching a lot of smoke. But if you say something about a woman, your inbox is blowing up and they like ready to fight you. Like you're anti uh, this, anti that. So I'm like, I why is it that we can freely talk trash about dudes? Or joke about dudes, but when you do it about women, it's a completely different thing. So I decided to delve into the conversation. I don't think any of it is cool, depending on the context anyway, um, male or female. But that's where Mm -hmm. it came from. You know, that's really wild because I'm just going to be transparent. I have not listened to all three episodes completely. I haven't listened to all three episodes, but... What what I gathered a little bit from just the comments that the guys were saying is that they're dealing with women who hasn't necessarily taken responsibility for their own transformation or their own healing. Hence the reason why that sore spot is being touched and hence the reason why we're so defensive. And I can say this freely because I am that person. I am me. I am she. <laughs> So I am me. I am she. I'm just gonna be. This is so. It's simple life podcast is about spiritual healing. It's about transformation. It's about growth. It's about business, networking, love, relationships, sex is everything. But how are we getting there and transforming from, you know, the spiritual realm? We are spirits here to have a human experience. So how are we doing that? How are we transitioning in in all of that? So. That really gave me like, I was like, you know what, we got to talk about this because I remember the transformation that I began when I started to attract my husband into my life. And it, I have been so uncomfortable for the past five years (laughs) and still very uncomfortable, but also the happiest that I've ever been. Um, So basically, and ladies, y'all can be mad all you want, but I am married. And if you're single and you want to be married, this is how I did it. I get that question a lot. How'd you do it? How'd you do it? How'd you do it? (laughs) And when I'm fucking like transparent and shit of how I actually attracted a man and I'm still married and I'm happy and I have a baby, they're like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready to do all of that. Well, then you're not ready to be married. Mm. (laughs) Let's just be honest about this shit. and, And it really, it had nothing to do with my actual husband but it had everything to do about um me yeah me you know how they say um michael jackson it starts with the man in the Mm -hmm. mirror it starts with the man in the mirror 
or you got to be the light that you want to see. It's all of that. And like, you're a thousand percent correct. And I might be, you're a thousand percent correct. Go ahead. And I might be off kilter when I, when I, cause you know, again, I'm transparent. I have not listened to all three of the series, but just, but from what I've gathered, it sounds like the women who have been touched or talked to, they haven't taken responsibility for their own transformation. You're right. That's exactly, um, I can't remember the categories off the top of my head, but, um, no, there's three categories. Nick kind of broke them down in three categories. There's women who, oh, I who aren't, yeah, who aren't, I, I take no responsibility for my actions. Uh-huh. Um, I take some responsibility, but get over it. Don't linger on it. And then there's someone you, mm-hmm. that takes full responsibility and works on the change and the transformation, like you just said. And that that's what I, that's another thing I noticed in being in these groups is looking at some of the posts. And then when I respond, looking at the responses I get, and I can say, I can, I just see a lot of trauma. I am not a therapist, but I've interviewed three therapists over the last three or four months, and I keep in touch with them. And they pointed out a lot of things to me, and I'm starting to mm-hmm. see it. And what I, another thing I noticed mm-hmm. is a lot of people say, where are these men at? Men, 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 men. And I'm looking like, and I go to their profiles and I, and I look through the content and I'm like, you say you want a man, but that's not what your profile says. You Like you said, you're mm-hmm. not even projecting or putting out there what you want based off of what I see here. It's it, This does not say, hey, holler at me, talk to me, I want to go on dates. Like, so, you know, get out of the tent. Men are very visual. Men are very yes. visual. We gonna look. Never mind, I met my husband on um, Plenty of Fish. And I said, I made sure I set my profile up to look like quite a few material. <laughs> <laughs> that was very intentional. Intentional. As yes. it should be. Um, But trauma is real, though. We all have mm-hmm. it. I mean, we're not, there's not one person that I don't know, even, even in a two-parent household, somebody has some type of trauma that they're dealing with. And I remember um, when I finally, you know, decided that my husband was the one that I wanted to deal with and rock with because, it, one, it is a decision. It is an absolute yes. decision. We both took responsibility for each other's inspiration towards healing. Not I, I didn't take responsibility for his healing because that's all on him. If he wants to heal, he wants to heal. And I can decide if I want to stay or not. Same thing, vice versa. But I decided to work on me and heal. And then he got inspired to do the same thing. And so it's an inspirational journey, give and take with each other. You just said the key words with, um, with healing, you know, what we have to learn to do is say to ourselves, when somebody says something and we just, we get defensive or we get triggered by it, we need to stop Mm -hmm. and say, why does that bother me so much? What happened in my life? Mm -hmm. What have I been through? Mm -hmm. And once you find out what that is, now you can take the time to actually deal with it don't just keep saying well i got trauma well i've been through stuff okay that is yeah one side of the conversation and it's valid oh my the origin okay great that's the origin how do we get past it we can't keep saying right i've been through this that's why i've been through this that's okay i get it i Mm -hmm. understand this triggers you you've been through this how are we gonna get you on the other side to where this doesn't trigger you or you heal or you move on that's that's where we get stuck Well, I'm going to put it like this. I read the book, um, Getting the Love That You Want. And I know I've mentioned this before to many, many people. And please forgive me if I'm repeating myself. 
But there's a phase that they talk about, and I cannot remember what the phase is called, but let's just call it the shifting phase. And the book talks about like when you're in a relationship, you know, you've got the honeymoon phase. Everybody knows about the honeymoon phase. Oh my goodness, I'm so in love, man. And that lasts like six months to two years, okay? But after that time frame is over, you start getting on each other's motherfuckers. <laughs> And, and and it's the truth, you know, because your shit's coming up, his shit's coming up, you rubbing him the wrong way, he's rubbing you the wrong way, you know, both of y'all. And then usually right after the two-year mark is when people pretty much in relationships because they've not made the decision to, one, heal themselves, mm-hmm. to, two, rock with somebody while they heal themselves, and then let's inspire each other to be a better person, and then let's make it to phase three. Because once you make it to phase three, it's kind of like things kind of level out. And then you start growing together as a couple. Mm, 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 mm. But it happens in every single relationship. I actually have, um, I don't really want to say a client, but I guess it is a client. Yeah, I'm just going to call it a client. I've got a client who's, you know, um, well into their, you know, mm-hmm. 40s who's just now starting to realize what it takes as far as healing and trauma work to have the love that she's really looking for. And the sad part is, is that, you know, I'm not judging anyone, but you know, they're in their forties and they're finally getting the chance to experience that because they're finally making the decision to kill themselves. Wow. You see what I'm saying? To heal themselves. And, and that's the part that women need to understand women need to understand something and i'm saying women because we've all been through some shit we all have we've we've got either it's just so many different avenues of how we've been traumatized and i'm not saying that we're traumatized because we're women but i I, what i am saying is that we are carriers and even if it's not our trauma Mm -hmm it's still a trauma that we experience because we carry that energy. You know what? I'm going to give you a bunch of kudos and a bunch of credit right now. Here's another thing you'll notice when you listen to the line of secure, listen to all three parts. <clears throat> One of my co-hosts at the time kept saying, well, men do it too. Well, men too. And I'm like, this is part of the problem. We're not talking about men right now. We're not talking about, we addressing women right now. Everybody knows that you can mm-hmm. put any set of circumstances or situation on genders, animals, it, whatever, mm-hmm. right? We are focusing on one thing. And that, that's the other thing. People can't even have the conversation. That's even a um, defense mechanism. It's like, I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I got I to gotta spread the blame. I got to spread. I, I'm not the only one. Nobody oh, yeah. said you were the only ones. Nobody said that, but we're talking about you. So let's address you and not worry about other mm-hmm. people. And back to what you just said, when you when you aren't right with yourself and you have trauma that you don't deal with, it makes the relationship 10 times harder. Worse. Yeah, and worse. That, worse. That's, that's why my last relationship ended. She had trauma um, dealing with her father, daddy issues. <laughs> um, I never mm-hmm. got we all got daddy issues, even if the daddy yeah, is present. Yeah, exactly. Because there can be that dad who encourages you and boosts your head up so much, you don't know how to handle it. It makes it hard for yeah, everybody else. Yeah, it makes else. it hard for everybody else. <laughs> um, and she didn't deal with that. Uh, she didn't deal with it. Mm. She never talked to me in depth about it, but I would ask about it. I would inquire. But it led to the demise of our relationship because 
she had heavy attention seeking behaviors and it, mm. and it got the best of her and she started giving other people the attention so that was the end of that mm. i don't tolerate that that was the end of that and you know one thing i told her when it was over i was like i want you i was like please go seek some professional help your behavior is not healthy i care about you i mm-hmm. love you yes this is the end of this chapter i don't know if i'm ever gonna see you again whatever whatever but to the core i know that you're a good loving caring person but you need to seek help to heal because what you're doing is not good for you it's it's not healthy right you're risking yourself in the middle of the pandemic and you're doing these things with other people and then you're coming to me Ooh, that thing just hurt yeah my feelings. but um <laughs> Ooh, that thing just all, hurt listen, my feelings. all things for a reason uh all things for a reason and that that's what we mean when we say you got to do that that healing part because i was there i was willing and able to work with her but i i don't know exactly what it was but it must be some deep dark demons that she was just too ashamed to talk to me about or work with um work with work through those things with me so you know it was what it was oh my gosh like i've told many and i'm gonna start calling them clients okay because i have been doing this spiritual this spiritual intuitive work you know, to the people that I love and, and, and care about the most closely, but we're, we're going on a journey. Like I'm a real therapist. Over <laughs> here. So I'm going to just start calling them clients, speak it into existence. Right. I've told them, you know, one thing that love does when it's real, true, genuine love, it doesn't even have to be your life partner, but just love in general. Cause love is like the only thing that permeates every single factor on this earth. Love goes through language, it goes through, you know, color of skin, it goes through, you know, species from a bird to a person, you can just feel the vibration of love. So it's absolutely very strong and powerful. One thing that love does between two people is that it brings the shit to the top. You have to deal with it. You absolutely have to deal with it. I remember before my, my husband I was in a relationship with the dude and we were going to the movie theater on a mm-hmm. fucking date and we're walking in and something happened. I don't know exactly what happened or what was said, but I was triggered and I was instantly put into a childhood trauma situation that had, that I had dealt with and he never knew anything about it. And I just bust out in tears and just started crying. And he was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And I was like, nothing, nothing, nothing. He's like, you're not fucking crying like this right. for no reason. And, you know, I never talked to him about it. I was too ashamed. I wasn't ready to deal with it. And ultimately, I mean, he he wasn't the best person for me. And same thing, vice versa. Ultimately, it was a tool that ended the relationship, you know, because I wasn't ready to heal. And he wasn't ready to put up with the bullshit of really just kind of being stuck out there. Mm, yeah, the that's an uncomfortable feeling because, you know, when you're in tune with someone, you love them, you care about them, you know when something's off, you know when something's wrong. But oh, yeah. you also can't force them oh, to talk yeah. about it. So now you have this elephant in the room, and I'm looking at the elephant yep. in the room. You see it too, but you're looking at me saying, nah, there ain't an elephant over there. It's like, <laughs> fam. <laughs> The motherfucker is right. I'm looking at him. Yeah, he just took a big it. shit in it's the corner big. too. Like, so yeah, <laughs> so and, and ladies, it tends to here's here's the scary part. 
you'll start to take it out on the person that is on your side. This is a true story. Same same ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We were literally sitting at the dinner table. We had a great day. We cooked together. And she said, oh, um, I don't have my sriracha or something. And she was about to get up. And I got up. And I said, no, baby, I got it. I'll get it. And she said, I don't need you to get it. I can get it. I can take care of myself. And I just sat oh. back down and I was like, okay. So I I just ate. I didn't say nothing to her because I was like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, did that come from? Like there was no argument, no fussing, no fighting, yep. nothing. That literally just, it just happened in that moment. And she tried to carry out the rest of the evening like nothing happened. And she looked at me later on and was like, well, what's wrong? And I was like, so you not going like you just snapped on me over some sriracha for me trying to get it for you and she kind of i'm not laughing but i know what she did yeah, and it was like happen, she felt you know? so ashamed and she was like i'm sorry i just i don't know where that came from and you know yada 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 i'm like yo i'm i never mm-hmm. said you can't take care of yourself but as your man when I'm around, I want you to feel safe. I want you to feel secure. And I want you to know I have your back. I know you're not this defenseless, helpless creature. You moved from California all the way over here on your own without anyone. Like, you got this. Like, you got degrees. You got a career. You got your own apartment. Like, I know you know how to handle business. Can I get you some hot sauce? Like, <laughs> like damn. <no. laughs> if that's not enough, she want to get right, her I'm hot just, sauce. Yo, I mean, she, it was like. It was it, it. I was oh, in yeah. shock. Like I couldn't even respond because I was like, "Yo, she really mad right now because I tried to help her get. The, I wanted to get the hot sauce for her. like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah." And and that's the thing though. It's it's kind of like, oh god, there's something I wanted to go back and touch on and revisit. The um, I can't remember what it was. So we're just gonna have to keep keep going because I cannot remember what it was. But the thing is, like, in those moments. The only person that matters in that mm. moment is us. Is it, us, and and it's not that we don't care about you, and it's not that we don't acknowledge you or see you or anything like that. Literally, we're trying to work through that feeling without looking like a jackass. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. And and what it takes, and this is what it takes, and and oh, that's what it was. I want to go back because. You know, when women, we are, we, and, and I'm, you know, I am me, I am she. When it, it's brought up to us, we're like, what the fuck are you talking about? It is mm-hmm. a fucking argument. And, and, you know, and I'm not sitting here saying that, oh, my goodness, I'm so perfect, man. No. One thing about my husband is that Same. he don't play that bullshit. And anytime, anytime that I was, you know, having one of those moments, like how you explained, or I was triggered by something, he would straight call me out on my shit. Now, one thing I will say, he's not the most sensitive with words, so I had to really be mature <laughs> enough to decipher what the fuck it was <laughs> that he was trying to tell me because he was about to fight. And I had to be like, wait a minute, wait, 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 whoa, 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 Right, let's get let's go ahead and give yes, that credit. Cool cool. I'm lit. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. It's not about you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So like and and he would call me out on my crap and I absolutely want I still hate it to this very day. 
and we go blow for blow too and and we end up beating a dead horse and i mean it gets to the point where like we're arguing to the point where we can't stand each other for days sometimes weeks on end but then when the the dust settles and we cool Mm -hmm. off that's when i'm like what is it that he's trying to say to me why did that make me feel so uncomfortable insecure you know even though i'm married i still get insecure i'm like oh god you know i'm not feeling my best about myself is my husband thinking about somebody else you know because i've been cheated on i'm just gonna be open i've been cheated on you know not with my husband but in different relationships and that's still an insecurity that rises up so you know just trying to analyze the situation of why I'm feeling like this is one really, really hard, but having someone that can show you that mirror and hope and boldly hold the fucking mirror up and like, listen, this is an issue. I don't necessarily like the fact that this is an issue. What can we do in so many words? These aren't words that are actually being said, but these are the intentions behind the words. What can we do to get through this? You know what I'm saying? Type thing. And, and it really, it worked for us. It really worked for us. Um, it's not going to work with every woman, you know, like, for example, if you were to have addressed the elephant exactly. that was in the room in that very <clears throat> moment, that probably would have been a blow for blow fight. And she probably would have ended up leaving. You know what I'm saying? Especially you ready for the bombshell? So once What's we broke up show? and she finally admitted the truth to everything, because I already caught her in lies. She said, um, from the beginning she knew she wasn't ready for this relationship. So she said, oh, <laughs> she, she said, are you kidding me? Cause I known her for, for almost 10 years before we got together um, on and off long distance friends and all kind of stuff. But she said, I knew I wasn't ready and I had things to work on, but you were not giving me a reason to tell you no. Like she was like, I couldn't, I could not pass oh. up this opportunity and I said if you really knew me like I thought you did you know you you should have did the work on yourself and came back when you were ready yep because I don't be in no rush yep <laughs> like I'd be single for long spurts of time because I know what I'm looking for and I know what I want and it's not just the common average thing and dude you put all in exactly with your relationship whoa I mean, all in, ladies, all in. So if you want to be in a relationship with Rob, make sure your ass is ready. Facts. These all are the I'm facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but that also goes back. To oh yeah, you gotta do the work. work. You've done the work, like you, you know. One thing, one thing about women, what we do say is, where these men at? Where these men at? We're, we're, you know, looking for these emotionally unavailable men that we're always attracting. And that's one thing about anybody, not just women, not just men, anybody. You attract what is already yep. inside of you. You attract what is already inside of you. And sometimes if you still keep keep getting broken people, it's because there's something inside of you that hasn't necessarily healed yet. Or you're bringing up this issue is coming up in this other person because there's still an issue in you that needs to heal. And maybe you're there to inspire each other to seek the counseling or seek the help or seek the spiritual therapist or seek, you know, whatever you feel is your path to getting onto a better playing field. And really, you know, for example, I got a lot of trauma work done within the past year, becoming a mom 
was really difficult for me emotionally and becoming a mom of mm. a girl was worse. I think the fact that I found out that I was having a girl, I was like, oh, <laughs> hell no. Like, I was not trying to be no girl mama because my mom relationship, we don't really have one. The one between her and her mom, it's, ugh, it's you know, it's just you know, a generational thing. I wasn't trying to make that be a part of right. my experience with my daughter. So it was really, really hard. And when I tell you trauma work, there's some way, there's some techniques to get trauma work worked out within mm. seconds, within seconds. And now it literally is, is an experience that I can think about and not necessarily have an emotional response to it. Because, for example, like the time with the hot sauce. She was having a very valid emotional response to something that she was being yep. triggered by. Whereas, you know, when you get when you take the responsibility and getting that trauma work done, you can still be triggered, but you won't have the emotional response. And the emo- and in the emotional response is where we are detrimental to our health. We're detrimental. Our tongue says things that we don't mean. We all know that once the word is said, you can say, I'm sorry, all yeah, you want, but that shit don't really mean nothing because they're yeah. never going to forget what you said. You know, it then becomes a trauma experience for them. And now you have an indentation on someone else's life. Like, what the hell? Come on, man. Take responsibility yeah, that, for that And shit, I will man. give this piece of advice, man. When your relationship ends, whether you want to or not, and this is hard for a lot of people. I always ask, what what could I have done better by you? Um, I look at because mm. two people played a part. It does it doesn't matter what the other person did. You played a part as well. I'm not saying it is your right. fault. Like even with this right. last relationship, right. I should have. The one thing I said to myself was, when I sensed and knew that she had this issue with her dad, and I'm noticing these mood swings, I should have pressed for a conversation. I should have pressed for a sit down conversation, like yo. What is really going on mm-hmm. with you instead of thinking that you're okay, you're handling it? Because all it did was end up getting worse, mm-hmm. ended up being mm-hmm. the demise of everything. You know, granted, it wasn't quote unquote my fault, yeah. but I always reflect and say, what can I do better in my next relationship? What is something that I need to work on with myself? Because none of us are perfect. Yeah. Not one bit. Not one bit. Like one thing that I will I will say about women, and you can be mad about this all you want. We're fucking awesome. Yeah, y'all are. We we're fucking awesome, and and like one thing you know because we cr- there's so many different things that happen inside of our bodies physically and emotionally. Where not only are we creators, but we can also hold the space for our whole family. Not just husband, not just children, but we can hold the space energetically and spiritually for others around us to heal without even knowing it. And how powerful we are in our tongue and what we say to people can literally break them yes. or make them. That is how powerful we are. And 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 until a woman, yes, men are, you know, the tongue in general is a very powerful thing, but when it comes from the, the mom or the aunt or the, the mother, that, that thing that created you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the I'm trying to see how I can better say it. Like, the, the woman has a way of really creating a space for the entire family to heal 
or the entire family to be a unit or the entire family to 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 be on this one is accord. something my boy voodoo said um because jessica said on the line is not secure part three the conclusion um she says a lot of women don't feel like they're being heard and voodoo was like a lot of women don't even realize and understand most of the stuff that men do we do it for y'all a lot of men get the money the clothes the cars mm-hmm. they get make sure their haircut is every week they got the suit on because they want to attract mm-hmm. a woman they buy a nice big old nice house because they want to attract a woman like we do so many things to attract and keep a woman and without y'all even having to say a word <laughs> yeah then- my point exactly <laughs> my point exactly like it's it's true like when you ever heard a man yeah. say happy happy wife happy life i don't think that i understood I don't think that I understood exactly how powerful that statement was until I became married. Because, well, not even married, but just in a, like a, a serious, committed relationship. I would say like this is the first relationship that I took responsibility for my own healing and for my own trauma and my own communication deficiencies. Like I even went to a communication class. You know, I'm so proud of myself. Not saying like, I actually used that shit, but I went. <laughs> but I went. I mean, like. And, like, literally, when I walk into the room, if I have an attitude, my husband instantly is either one or two things is going to happen. Either my attitude can change the vibration of the room to where everybody's upset. Or my attitude can be the one I'm I'm tired. If I don't express myself in the best way possible for, for everyone else in that room to get it, we have a problem. There, there's no, you can't have no, I'm fucking tired, leave me the fuck alone. You can't have those type of dates. Like, you have to literally learn how to communicate in a way of they can hear you. So if a woman feels like she's not being heard, it's because she ain't right. learned how to communicate that quite yet. She ain't learned how to communicate that quite yet. And I probably need to teach a class You got on to this. experience. <laughs> Just because I'm not saying that I know all the answers. These are all my life experiences. That I've gone through. And I've done fucked it up quite a few times to figure out how to make that shit work Yeah, out. I mean, back to the word communication. That That's what it's all about. Just talk. And like you said, when you're having a day, like, you know, in past relationships, there's been times where I said, look, I had a long day. I don't want to take anything out on you. I just need some space. I just need some time. Let me take a shower. I just need to you know, and I've done the mm-hmm. same thing. You had a bad day? Yeah. All right. Let me take care of dinner. Let me run your bath water. I'll give you a massage. And I'll shut the fuck up. I won't talk to you for four hours. I literally will not say a word. Wait a minute, Rob. You do that every but time they say they have a sometimes, bad day. Sometimes. Sometimes. You know, you, you got to, sometimes you got to <laughs> give people a couple, you got to give people one or two times a month just to let them, because even though we're in relationships, we're still our own individual selves and we still like our own space and time sometimes it's very it's very hard to go out and be functional in the world and do everything in the world and then come home and now you have to be functional in the family role and it's like damn i don't have any time for myself yeah don't have any time for yourself you'll go crazy so i I respect personal space and personal time besides you know i'm a gamer so oh you upset let me go fix this dinner oh you want to go lay down and not be bothered great i'm turning my xbox on because i have I also, that's the other thing. I have a life outside of you. So I have things that can occupy my time. You, you're 
the most important thing in my life, but you're not the center of the universe. I have other things I can do. And I think that's important mm-hmm. as well. Um, mm-hmm. Too many people look at another person and say, all right, you're responsible for my happiness. Uh, no. <laughs> people change uh, what makes wrong. them happy like they change their draws. And a person can't adapt to that. Um, oh. They can't. So, yeah. No. So wrong. So, so wrong. That You know what? Like, Mm-mm. my heart. My heart, my heart, my heart. I, I really just love everybody, and I want everybody to be happy and free of trauma, and I just want to fix everybody and heal everybody. And I know I just can't. I know I can't. But it's just one of those things where we kind of have to be the beacon yes. and light and be the example, you know, now that we're starting to make the transition, because I really think it has something Facts. to do with getting old. We don't learn some shit. You, we don't learn some stuff now, you know, like when we, like when we get called, old yeah, head, I'm like, oh, for wait sure. a minute, that's me now. As you should. And I wear that shit with pride. With pride. I mean, like, it's kind of one of those things, like, just this past weekend, I was um, around a few younger people, and I was actually the oldest person around. So they're like, oh, 35, what does it feel like to be 35? And I'm like, dude, I cannot wait to turn 40. I'm so excited right. to see what's about to happen when I turn 40. Like, what kind of wisdom is going to come then? Like, what kind of downloads of knowledge am I going to get? And it's just kind of one of those things of, like, the knowledge that we have now, how we've been able to not only one help transform our own lives into a better spiritual awakening and a better healing, and then somehow, you know, help others do the same thing. It's just, it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. And, and I just, I'm saying all that to say is I'm really digging what you're doing on the podcast. Um, you really are putting your voice out there and I just want to say you're my big brother I enjoy listening to you and I will I appreciate it I appreciate it it's it's people like you experiences I've had with you you know the conversations we've had we've both been hurt and dragged through the mud but we were we served as reminders for each other that there are good people in the world we just gotta be patient and wait for them to come along um and just continue to be positive that's all we can do That that is absolutely the truth. However, I will say it takes a lot more work yeah, than just does, sitting back and waiting yeah, on them to come. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't you ever think that yeah, you're just gonna yeah. sit back and let somebody yeah. just walk into your That's life. True. It don't true. happen like that. <laughs> I do have one more question for you. I talked about adulting. I talked about you know getting older and the pride and and getting older and the wisdom. What is one of your biggest Besides healing and trauma work, because we've already talked about that. But what is, like, your biggest adulting aha moment where you're like, aha, uh, like coming to America? Uh-huh. There's you know? two things that come to mind. <laughs> um, one, what, what are you in a rush for? Uh, stop stop comparing your life to everyone else's life. I, I'll be, and here's the thing. Ooh. I'm I'll be 36 in December. Most of my close friends are married with children, family. That is something that I want that I don't have. Um, when I was younger, it used to bother me. But then I was like, uh, that's their journey. That's their path. Look at what you have. You also have something that they yeah. don't have. So I was like, I need to take advantage. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. 
that we yeah, still crave. Actually, always tell me, we crave that. Wait, and I'm like, uh, I'm gonna be 40 before I, you know, know it. They're like, no, wait. Um, so I've mm-hmm. learned to just slow down and appreciate the small things in life. Um, number two, this is gonna be a powerful one, and I say mm-hmm. this all the time on my social media. You have the power to choose. You choose whatever you want in life. You choose who you want to be around. You choose what you give your energy mm-hmm. to. You choose what you engage in. It is a mm-hmm. choice. At any point in time, you can say, you know what? I don't want to engage it. I don't want to do this anymore. And you don't have to. Whether it's family, friends, it don't matter. You mm-hmm. can choose. And guess what? You can choose to be happy and choose to do what's best for you all the time. You just got to choose. That's it. Oh, man. Oh, those are really good. Those are really good. And those are hitting home. Those are definitely hitting my heartstrings. Those are hitting home hard because just like I said, when I turned 35, I was like, you know what? Another veil just got lifted from my eyes. I was like, you know, I'm not doing this shit no more. Pleasing people? Fuck it. Nah. No more living in the (laughs) closet. This is why we am the butterfly. (laughs) Flap, flap. Man, I've I've really enjoyed talking to you this evening. Thank you so much for your time. This has been absolutely great. And I do feel myself having a maybe a not necessarily a second episode, but you and I are gonna get back on this and, and do this again. Cause I, I really like how we get on. I'm always down, I'm always open. You just let me know when and where. Yeah. All right, do it for me one more time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Super Life Podcast, guys. Um, go ahead and tell them where, where you can um, be found for From My Experience. All right, you can find us on Instagram at FME underscore podcast and on Facebook, From My Experience Podcast. And we are on all major platforms, uh, podcasting platforms at From My Experience Podcast. If you want to email us because you want to be a guest or you have questions mm-hmm. or anything, FME Podcast One at gmail.com. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much for listening. Sip of Life podcast, Sip of Life um, on Instagram, Sip of Life on Facebook. And I think that's it. I'm going to get a TikTok. But yeah, that's it for right now. You guys have an amazing day. Vibrate high. Make the choice. Like Rob said, you got a choice. to. Wow, that was an absolutely high vibrating experience talking with my good friend Robbie from from my experience podcast. And I I just have to go back and reiterate, ladies, this this message is for us. This message is the message that we are women. We are strong. We are powerful. Hear us roar. And we are currently living in a very patriarch society, which is okay. It's fine. You know, it is what it is at the end of the day, but there's so many inklings and notions and ideas that give women clues that we are much stronger than we are led to believe than we are. For example, I made a reference in in the earlier recording of happy wife, happy life, or, um, um, if mama, there's another one of mama mad, everybody mad. And, and, and basically what I'm saying in all of this is, is that we as a woman 
need to take responsibility for healing from the trauma that we've experienced in our lives. Because once you heal, or at least begin the process of healing, not only do you heal yourself, you begin to heal that generational curse that goes down the bloodline. Not only will you heal it between you and your children, you'll actually heal it between you and your entire bloodline um, on your matriarch side because you come from your mother and your mother comes from her mother and your mother comes from her mother and vice versa and and it keeps going and going. Um, So stand up and be the woman, be the goddess that your ancestors have called forth to heal the bloodline and to be that all-knowing person that when you open your mouth, don't practice black magic, only practice light magic. And what I'm saying is, is your tongue is extremely powerful. It's extremely powerful. And knowing how to use that tongue effectively comes from healing. It comes from healing, healing from within, taking the responsibility to learn how to communicate effectively. As I had mentioned before, like I can't just come in the house and have an attitude because it changes the whole vibration of the house. And when we are women who are holding the space for ourselves, not only to heal from the trauma that we've experienced, we then hold the space for our spouses to heal from the trauma. Um, if, If you're just beginning this journey and you already have children and they've experienced some type of trauma, you're holding the space now for that child to heal the trauma. You're holding the space for the entire community around you. Your t- entire network now has a space of opening to an enlightenment of they're starting to feel the vibrational changes as well. And in them feeling the vibrational changes is also allowing them to question what they feel is happening to them. And now they're also taking responsibility for their for their own healing and in taking responsibility for exploring the curiosity that is being called forth. So all it takes is one. All it takes is one. And I am sending out this love and this vibrational experience and this message to say, rise up, queen. Rise up, goddess. Answer those questions. If you feel that call inside of you and you really don't know what's going on, answering the call feels like this. Sleepless nights, loss, confusion, anxiety, depression, frustration, can't really understand what's going on. It feels like you just walk through a portal, like your head is spinning. Sometimes you can walk from one side of the room to the other side of the room and you're like, what the hell just happened? I cannot, I I feel discombobulated. I can't figure out what just happened to me. That is your inner self calling you to answer the call. So answer the call, goddess. Follow your curiosity. Take responsibility for your healing. Learn how to express yourself effectively to where you and your family can effectively communicate and where you can actually talk and be heard and no one's trying to hush you or mute you or silence you. And if they do try and hush you and mute you and silence you, it's because it's a lower level vibration that understands that all you're doing is speaking truth. And that lower level vibration don't wanna hear it. But guess what? You're gonna rise up queen, you're gonna vibrate on a higher level. And what you're gonna end up doing is allowing everybody around you to see what is true. Because the only thing that is constant in this realm, in this universe, 
is truth. So this is a call to action. Take responsibility. Rise up. Be the goddess. Follow your curiosity. And most of all, sip on life one sip at a time. I love you, goddesses. Take care. I want to hear more from you. Hop on over to anchor.fm backslash sip of life. Leave me a message. Also, come visit me on Facebook or Instagram, Sip of Life Podcast. Please don't forget to be yourself authentically. It's the only way to live life.